What's going on with the $180 million left in the restaurant revitalization fund? Papa John's, Burger King, and more released their quarterly earnings. And a Hawaiian donut chain is headed to the mainland. Welcome to RB Daily, a quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Joe Guskowski, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm RB Associate Editor, Reina Estrada. The U.S. Small Business Administration may yet release $180 million remaining in the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. But don't celebrate yet. The government recently said that the money is still remaining in the fund and comes from the clawbacks of grants given to people who are not eligible and other money returned, as well as a $24 million set aside for legal payments. The SBA is working to see if it can use the money to pay out more grants to RRF recipients. Even if it does, however, the money would represent less than half a percentage of the $40 billion estimated to be needed for the 177,000 restaurants that didn't receive RRF grants when the funds ran out last year. In earnings news, Papa John's continued generating sales, but its margins took a hit thanks to high cheese prices. The pizza chain same-store sales rose 0.9% in North America last quarter, the 12th straight positive quarter for the company. But its commodity costs rose 18% in the quarter. Even with higher prices, the result was a 400 basis point hit to margins. Cheese prices were the biggest culprit, and the company said they, along with wheat prices, should remain elevated before easing toward the end of the year. The company's stock price fell 4%. Digital sales drove performance at Restaurant Brands International last quarter. So did Tim Hortons and Burger King International. Digital sales now represents a third of total system sales at the brand operator, which also owns Firehouse Subs and Popeyes, or about $3 billion last quarter. Tim Hortons same-store sales rose 14%, and the company is now over pre-pandemic levels for the first time. Burger King International same-store sales rose 18%. The company's U.S. same-store sales were flat, but the company said its gap to primary competitors is narrowing. Sales were also flat at Popeyes and declined 1.4% at Firehouse Subs. Shake Shack has seen promising early returns from its drive throughs The burger chain's six drive throughs generated average weekly sales of $80,000 over the past four months, compared to $76,000 system-wide. That has the company feeling good about the format, and it plans to have as many as 25 drive throughs open by the end of 2023. Overall, the chain's sales and traffic were up in the second quarter, but it's continuing to struggle with a slow return to urban centers. Lunch and dinner traffic in midtown Manhattan is still down 40% compared to 2019. High inflation is continuing to hound Pertillo's. For the second straight quarter, the Italian beef chain said high commodity inflation, especially for pork, beef, and chicken, ate into its profits. But it also suffered from fewer transactions. Traffic fell 5.6% year over year, Same-store sales rose 2%, mostly due to higher check averages. Holy Grail believes it has the Holy Grail for donuts. The Hawaii concept was started on weekends in a burger trailer in 2018 with a unique type of donut made from taro root. The idea took off and the brand opened a flagship unit in Honolulu with a menu of four donuts that changes weekly and features ingredients such as the North Shore, which features turmeric, tangelo, and cracked pepper. The company has received a $9 million Series A funding round with investors such as skateboarder Tony Hawk to take the brand into Los Angeles this year. The increase in home cooking during COVID fueled an increase in healthier plant-forward diets, according to the Packaged Facts May 2022 National Online Consumer Survey. 
The market researcher found that 30% of respondents are still eating more fresh produce than they did before the pandemic. But most of those eaters are reducing, not eliminating meat, opting for a flexitarian lifestyle. While health, animal welfare, and environmental issues are driving the trend, high meat prices are also playing a part. And that should do it for today's episode of RB Daily. Tune in every weekday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Joe Guskowski. And I'm Raina Estrada. Have a great day.